Hello, awesome people. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Janae Wildheart, and this is The Warrior. Well, let me pray before I go go talk about the gospel. So, Father God, I pray that people will listen to you and not me. Listen to the truth, and the truth will set them free. That if they don't like anything that I'm saying, they can turn me off. That's their freedom. Whether it's opinion or whether it's truth, I pray that I'll speak boldness and clearly through it. Because it's all about you and not about me. And Father, I pray that you convict, minister, and touch lives in a very powerful way. That we will live a solely sold-out Christian life and not play or live two double lives. Because it says that a dog will return to their vomit. And even in Revelation it says, you will spat us out if we live a lukewarm life. I pray that we will listen, be diligent and respectful to my opinions, and not offend anybody. And if I do offend somebody, I am sorry. And I pray that you just have me that do the right thing in your eyes. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, It does stay in Revelation, like I said in my prayer, that we should neither be lukewarm, we either be hot or cold. That means we shouldn't be lukewarm. Um, I'm about to say something you guys better take to heart. And I know I got listeners that got their opinions already and I'm going to offend somebody. So get ready for to be defending the mood. If you are afraid of boldness... Or you don't like what I have to say. There's an off button. Turn it off. I'm not going to sugarcoat words. And I've been convicted of this. And I believe God has me to speak what he wants me to speak. Now what people, I'm not a trained dog. I am tired of doing what people want me to do, and I know that people need hope and faith and love and all that. I will try to put that in there, but as I speak, I speak because God wants me to, not because Jay wants me to. So with that said, if you don't like what I say, you can turn me off. I don't care. I'm not here to lose friends. I'm not here to gain popularity. I'm here to deliver what God has put on my heart and I think that is what he wants me to do. So with that said, if you don't like it, tough. Um, Unless you're paying me to do this, I'm not going to be a trained dog. And I don't want your money. Take that at fast value. But I'm going to be kind of kind of hearted and I'm going to try to do my best to not be up in the air. But I got to do what I got to be obedient to the word of God and not sugarcoat words. So with that said, let's get this show on the road. It says in the Bible not to be lukewarm. And that's in Revelation. 
when Paul is writing to the church, a light of the sea, he said, do not be lukewarm. And it ain't only speaking to the church, it's talking about us in general, you know. We shouldn't return to our vomit. What I mean by that, it means don't keep on sinning. Don't keep on doing the same thing over and over. And yes, I'm guilty of that. I have done it in my life. That's why I can speak it. And it's part of my testimony. I used to play church. I used to live a Colonel Christian life. And I used to play church. I could have been on the drama team. I was so good at it. That's why I know how to speak it. And some of us are very guilty of it. We put on this persona in church and go out the door like we, like we're supposed to live like that. Or if one of our children is in the drama play, we go to church. And then we go to church for them and not for the reason lies. We don't go to church for the right reasons. Or we don't go, we dismiss church altogether. We don't want to be dealt with the fact that we might get the truth thrown in our face. Or we got offended by somebody and just lost the church altogether. We just don't want to go. Because church gave us bad tastes in our mouth. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to encourage you to go to church. Find a church where people are not judgmental. One. And that's one reason why people don't go to church. Because there's a lot of people that have their opinion about the people that they're around instead of what God has for you. A blessing of a message that they need to hear. And they're supposed to be there for a divine appointment. Instead of being there for the right reasons. See, I'm, I, I really wish more churches spoke the truth than the Bible and said about religion. See, we got it mixed up so bad. We got Bible and religion mixed up so bad that we we tend to get it so mixed up that we live a kernel Christian life. That it's all about religion, not about God. We have it with fact and fiction all mixed up in one. So people all together just throw church out of their life and just say, I'm going to live the way I want. See, and I'm going to say this bluntly. I had a pastor at my house. I had a, I really had a Baptist preacher in my house one day. And he told me, and I quote, all you got to do is ask Christ in your life, and that's it. 
You don't have to put forth of an effort to even live a life of a Christian. All you got to do is park your car in the garage. Basically, it's a metaphor. All you got to do is park your car in the garage and not do anything, activity that has to do with Christ. And all you got to do is ask Christ in your life, and that's all you got to do. You don't have to read your Bible. You don't have to pray. You don't have to fast. You don't have to do community service. All you have to do is ask Christ in your life, and that's it. And then you got life as a Christian. That is the Christian, Colonel Christian life. You don't have to put forth an effort to grow spiritually in Christ Jesus. And that's what some churches are talking about doing. Do away with God, doing away with church, doing away reading your Bible, praying every day, get close to God, and have a tight knit relationship with Him. And that's what they're teaching in our churches. That you don't have to grow spiritually. All you have to do is ask Christ in your life, and that's it. That's basically what we're getting taught how to do. There is no growth, even though it says in the Bible to do it. But if you don't know what it's getting said in the Bible, so you don't even know what's going on in the Bible because you don't pick it up. It's just a um a decor in your house, a decoration in your house to say, I'm a Christian, so I got a Bible. I don't read it, though, but I got a Bible. Since there's collecting dust, that's it. Or playing church. You, If I told you I was a car, and I'm sitting there looking like a house, then something's the matter with the picture. If I say that, um, I love using metaphors. Jesus did so much in his ministry. If I told you I had a dog, and which I do, I have a dog named Dixie. If you hear me snap my fingers, it's basically telling her to sit down. But if I told you I had a dog, but I have a cat, I'll be lying to myself. People play church every day. They go to church knowing God, knowing the Bible, but not knowing them in a personal, personal, powerfully, passionately relationship with God. You said this in a prayer, but there was no action in it. So you're just playing church going through the row like you have it all together, where you don't. 
Nobody has it all together. I, I heard that all my life. And you know what? It's so true. But as Christians, we don't have it all together. And we we tend to play church with it. It's like giving me a, it's like giving you a load of gun and I I put no bullets in it. But it's supposed to shoot bullets. There's no way that you can do that. I done it so many times. I could, like I said, I could have been on drama team. I was so good at playing church. Until God yanked me from it. It wasn't working out playing the double life. It wasn't working out. I laid out in the aisles. I didn't even know what I was doing. But God woke me up. And the anniversary is coming up. And you know what? God has really changed me 180. To playing church. To being a sold out Jesus freak. To being a wild heart. Meaning my heart belongs to God. And I'm wild about him. That's what wild heart means. How I speak boldly about this, because I don't want nobody to end up like me, like I was. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you might as well not accept him at all. Meaning, going to church, playing it like you make it, faking it till you make it, and... Just go to church when they're having a dinner or a holiday or a child's getting baptized. That's good and all because you're getting a seed planted. But if you if you do it just for looks, it ain't gonna work. I done I I done the Colonel Christian life too. I done it so well. That I, I was actually, I'll tell you how bad I was. I would do videos on Facebook while I was having intercourse with guys. I would talk about God and then have sex with guys. That's how, how Colonel I was. Serving two masters. I will be on the drama team and have sex with my boyfriend. Even though it says it's wrong. As bad as it is, it's wrong. I was so bad, I would drink and talk about God. That's how bad Colonel Christian life is. It's Satan sells it as a product. It's the sim free card. And what sickens it is pastors now these days are selling it like it's a formula to be in church. And you know what? It's not right. It's like taking the Bible and twisting it for your own good. If God says it's wrong, it's wrong.
You know, it's sad that the church preys on that kind of mess. That it's okay to sin and live a carnal Christian life. Live like a worldly person and go to church and live as a Christian. It doesn't work. I tried it. It fails. And what really, 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 really saddens me that it goes on in our churches so well. We don't know it until they're out in public and they show their true colors and it breaks hearts. And that's why people don't go to church. If pastors, if I have a pastor listen, I want you to hear why people don't go to church. That is the main reason, because they're not the real self when they're outside of church. They're arrogant. They treat people like trash. And that's not the way God tends us to be. And if you're hurt by the church, I am so sorry. And I'm apologizing on behalf of the churches. I'm sorry. If they're not real Christians then they need to get with God. Because they're getting fed lies. And getting told it's okay to be arrogant. It's okay to treat people like trash. Because that's religion. That's what religion teaches us. That we don't have to live a current... We don't have to live a sold-out Christian life. I'll give you an example. God just gave it to me just now. If you saw the movie Left Behind with Kirk Cameron, the pastor is left behind, and he says, I knew your words, meaning knowing your words. I stood here, I preached it, and I was good. But knowing and believing is two different things. People think, well, I know God. I know that he exists. Knowing and believing are two different things. Either you believe that he is the son of God and that he died on the criminal's cross for you. Or you just know that he's there and just have a head knowledge. It's a heart and a relationship. It goes, it goes together. You cannot serve man and world. You can't serve God and world. And it states in the Bible, one will love one and hate the other, vice versa. You cannot serve man and God. And that's scripture. And that's one thing some pastors, and I'm saying some pastors don't preach about. It's the truth, and if it is straightly from the Bible, they twist it around so it looks good. That's not the way Scripture is preached. Jesus was bold when he said it and meant it. If you read your Bible, you should know this. It's not a game. It's real. It's not whether or not we do good. It's whether or not we do, we be obedient to the word of God.
instead of twisting it for our own good or twisting it for people to have feel good feel good life I love I love I love you guys and if I didn't love you I wouldn't be being so hard about this I'm so passionate about souls being saved life being changed and I just want to see people get saved but I want people to know the truth and not water down messages and that's what some pastors hand you I posted it on my Facebook page it has congregations with note cards. It's a little cartoon. And it says, I want you to preach about this, 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 this. That's what we want. And if it don't have any conviction in it, then why should we read the Bible anyways? I get convicted. I, I need conviction. I want to change. I want to change the way I am. And it upsets me that so many people get turned away from church because they don't want to read their Bible or pray or even go to church because there's a bad taste in their mouth. Either they have the Bible stuffed in their face or they don't want to read it and take the time for God. In a nutshell, bring it all to a halt. Bring it to land trip here. Like my pastor says. This is why we live the Colonel Christian life. And that's why so many people are in lukewarm mode. Or we're just playing church. Because either somebody left a bad taste in their mouth... And like my mom used to say, if you act like that, I don't want to be a Christian. If that's how Christians act, I don't want to be one. It turns people away from you. If you act like you're holier than thou, or you think you're better than everybody in the church, that's not how Jesus did it. That's not Jesus. That's you being arrogant. And that turns people away. That even turns me away and God as well. God does not like arrogance. And then he didn't make us be arrogant. He didn't make us to be better than everybody. We are all running the same race here. We all have issues. We all have a past. And we all fall short of the glory of God. But some people learn, learn slowly in life. Some people have learned disabilities. We're all different. But we turn people away either because of race, lifestyle, are their choices instead of taking time as their schedule to help them out.
We let religion get in the way, or our pride get in the way of helping people. That's just God in me, not me. That's God. That's all biblical stuff. It says, do not return like a dog to its vomit. Do not be lukewarm, or I will spit you out. I want to tell you this. God loves you. God does love you. But he does not want to keep you just in the love. He wants to mold you. He is the potter's clay. He is. We are the clay. He is the potter. He knit you in your mother's womb. See, we're not our own. We belong to him. And if we don't do... If we are not doing what we are, we are meant to be here for, then why become a Christian? I want to tell you something that is dear near to my heart, and we take it for granted as Christians. I used to, too, to write Jesus Freak, the book Jesus Freak. There are millions of people dying each day for their faith. This Christian faith is the most, most, most faith-based that gets more, more, more persecution than any other religion in the world. Because it's based on truth. People die each day for their faith. And they don't go to church. They they go underground. But we take advantage of the Bible, the church, and be friends with people. Because we want to live our way instead of God's way. Yahweh. And then God. So I'm going to close with this. God loves you. Don't take advantage of the gifts and the resources God gives you to live a life free of hell, of domination, not, what is it, of Satan's power. You either for him or you don't want to live for him at all. You're either for him or against him. You can't have it both. You're either going to live a Christian life or you don't. The choice is you. But one day, you got to go to your resting place. It's either going to be in heaven with the most beautiful place in the world. Or hell where there's darkness and gashing the teeth. It's plain and simple. But we wasn't meant to go to hell. Before the sin came in this world, we were meant to live sin free. And now we got sin and it's crazy. But I'm going to tell you, in God, He loves you. And He blesses you with everything you need. Just remember he loves you.
That's why the cross, he stretched out his arms for you and died. Let's pray. Father God, I pray that you deal with hearts and let them know that you love them first, that they have eternal life if they accept it with you. Father, we love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name. If you accept Christ as Savior, let me know. Please let me know. Um, go to Janae Wildheart at Facebook. I will be glad to talk to you. But I'm going to land this plane. You guys have a blessed day. I'm Janae Wildheart. And this is the warrior signing off. Let the love of Christ be your guide. Peace.